The Chosen is the first ever multi-season television series about the life of Jesus the Christ and the followers he chose. This is an independent account of that TV series brought to you by the Tally.life. Welcome to the unofficial Chosen broadcast. And welcome to another episode of the Unofficial Chosen Broadcast. It's episode 11. I am your humble host, DJ Payne. And with me over the line is the man, the myth, the legend himself, the prophet. Welcome, sir. Indeed. And I'm over the line and hoping to not step over the line with any (laughs) (laughs) puns or anything today. Um, We'll see, though. We'll We'll see. we, uh, We wouldn't expect anything else from you there buddy hey uh all right now this is episode 11 of the of the of the show 11 episode 11 of the podcast uh today we're going to be talking about season two episode one. Oh, yes. it's called thunder the episode is called thunder original air date april the 4th 2021 and uh we'll get more into that in just a moment uh right from the beginning of the show i'm thinking about moving these bits of uh you know housekeeping to the uh you know to the to the second part after we have a little bit of a break. Uh, you know, I'm always moving and juggling little bits with the show notes in here because oh I can't gosh. stop tweaking everything, twiddling with everything. Um, Is that a perfectionist thing or an ADD oh, thing? Man. A bit of both, a bit of both, right, let's right. be honest. Uh, <laughs> we're recording this on the 21st of September 2022, and as of now, we love to look at this. Uh, open up, If we open up the up app, we're hovering around about 418,800,000 views. Jeez. It's getting up there. We're getting close to half a billion, half a billion views will be happening. As soon as that season three kicks off, boom, boom, it's going to be half a billion straight away. Uh, now, as as uh, we're recording this, uh, w- you know, it's, uh, we've had a, we've had a little bit of a break, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, between a week there, because you had, uh, you had uh, some visitors to your place up there. I had some visitors, bro. And the good news is, even though we missed our, our slot, we still, yeah. I still got to somehow appear on the telly. Um, via the guests. So the yeah, that big, was mate, big shout out and love to the bro mystery and the bro Izzy. Yeah. Uh, they were up yeah. on the coast doing a, a commission piece, a, a mural uh, at a local gym here in the leg room. Um, just a whole room dedicated to legs. No one can skip leg day there now. Um, <laughs> so they they worked late into the night and crashed here, and they didn't expect it. They woke up the next morning to a four year old making them smiley face pancakes. And I love it. Bringing love them it. coffee, my six-year-old telling them stories at a million miles an hour, and my ten-year-old playing the trombone over their <laughs> beds, and you know they're like, oh, it's adorable, isn't this nice? I'm like, yeah, you know what, it is nice. But imagine that every morning of your existence. Um, Welcome to my world. Oh boy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, basically, if you were to paint a picture, like what. To someone who's never uh, experienced anxiety and go, what does anxiety look like? I I would paint that picture and go, okay, imagine you wake up and this is happening Um, 24-7. That's what anxiety looks like. A 
a child with a trombone standing over your bed when you wake up. That is that is nightmare <laughs> material right there. Uh, so so to give people a, a bigger picture here on Fridays on the breakfast show that I do for the radio station, we're building the telly. Uh, I do a, I do a breakfast show, and every day of the week we have a different theme. On Friday we call it Mixtape Friday. It's basically a request show, and uh, on the request show uh, we can call people. People call in. People send messages. People text in. What uh, what great Christian songs they want to hear. And I got a tip off from Mystery's wife, Marie, saying, hey, give him a call right now. He's up. He's going to answer his phone. He's at Prophet's Place with Izzy. It's perfect timing. And so it was, it was really it funny. Was. It was call, like a party. Oh, I was. It was like calling into chaos there with you three guys <laughs> and the kids. It was absolutely great, uh, and uh, we got to play Nizzy and the Prophet song on the uh, on, on the on Come the breakfast on. show, which is awesome. I, I felt really awkward introducing my own song. I'm like, hey, it can't get more shameless self promotion than this. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I this is what I, I actually tweet people and send messages to Christian artists I know all around, all around the world. I say, hey, I, you know, on my breakfast show we do a we do a request show on Friday. You're allowed to request your own music. Nice. Well, I mean, if you're so, not if, uh, if you're not excited about your own song, I mean, how can you expect others to be? Exactly, exactly. Fair That's enough. what I say. That's what I say. You know, we we've had uh, we had some fun on the uh, on on the breakfast show, but it does it does miss we we missed a bit of a week. So excuse us. We're trying to get a little bit ahead here on our recording schedule, so we just have it week to week for you, and uh, you know you can rely on us for uh, new episodes. I know it's been a bit uh, it's a bit all over the place as we get going, and we've probably said that every week, you know, for the last few episodes. But uh, bear with us, bear with us. Uh, now we talked about the kids uh, waking up the. Uh, waking up the adults in the room there what we what we didn't talk about was uh your your, your new your new child in the house uh spiky uh what oh, was he mate. up to mate spiky was probably hiding and highly stressed from all the <laughs> additional noise in the house they are <laughs> mate dragons are uh you know they they don't mind being by themselves um and hearing yeah. that much noise bro a trombone probably sounds like a, a predator in the wild <laughs> coming to to swoop down and eat him bro so look I had to do some damage control when everyone left the house but no spiky's good actually every time we chat i've got a new baby of some form Sometimes it's well, the, I just, the scaled type. The other, it's uh, this other pup that you you've seen. <laughs> I, 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 I just saw. I just saw as as because we do this. Uh, you know, dear listener, behind the scenes here, uh, the way that we do this is 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 uh, you know because profits in another state to me. So we call each other over. Believe it or not, Facebook Messenger. You know, we call in video conference over there. It seems to be the one that works the best and just <laughs> yeah. you know works under any circumstances. So we're talking to talking to each other over that while we record each. Our, our own end of the conversation on uh, you know our own gear and our own studios there and our you know at our in our studios there and then we put everything together afterwards so that's the that's the boring behind the scenes but as I called you this morning uh, I caught glimpse of your newest child and I was like there should have been a trigger warning here because I didn't realize I was talking to the Central Coast's biggest nerd mate you nerd know alert. <laughs> as soon as you see the new setup it's like an L shape one the 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 long side of the L is just a hip hop studio. The short yeah. side of the L is is a three D printing studio, <laughs> and it's just, mate. What is this guy? Is he going to steal something from me, or is he going to nerd out and tell me his <laughs> like theory about the multiverse? What what is going on here? <laughs> 
maybe I'll do both. Maybe I'll do both. But you've got a new setup there. I like you've moved from one end of the end of your uh, you know sort of living room space, one of the extra spaces there in your place. So you've moved from one end to the other end, and uh, so you can expand uh, the uh, the corner there, the I'm studio ex- corner. Expanding the esky. Uh, I call it the esky because yeah. it's it's the place to chill. Uh, um, oh, I love it, <laughs> and and it keeps everything fresh. Um, now, but for, yeah, in, you know for, interna- for international listeners, an esky in Australia, uh, in, in America they call them a cooler. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what they call them. Uh, chili in New bin. Zealand, the chili bin. Chili bin in New Zealand. Uh, I think you know it's basically one of those big ice boxes, portable ice boxes you take with you on on a you know on a picnic or a barbecue outdoors on location or everything. In Australia, we call them an esky, and it's basically the equivalent of of a name brand back from like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, uh, yeah so I mine's with tissue a Z. Kleenex. Mine's with a Z though, esky, just for, <laughs> just to keep it, you know, keep it real. Because you're hip hop. Because you're hip hop. That's it. That's it. So with uh, with your with the uh, with the esky uh, that you've got going there, um, what is the 3D printer going to add to the hip hop sound? Oh, mate. Well, nothing to the sound, but uh, <laughs> mate, there's there's some some things to come. All right. I'll, I'll uh, as, as that progresses, I'll I may have some some uh, more more information on on where this little journey's leading. Um, nice. But it will be nerdy, but it will be awesome. I'm I keen. love it. I love it. Yeah. And what about uh, you, man? What's what's going on in your world? Oh, listen, we are we're flat chat. It's uh we're coming up to um some public holidays. If if uh you know, this might sound old news by the time it comes out to everybody, but we're living in the wake of uh Queen Elizabeth's uh death, mm. funeral, uh burial, all of that stuff that's been happening uh over in the UK. Australia is a country of the Commonwealth and uh we do still have the Queen as a head of state and now the King, King Charles, uh as the head of state. In you know, formerly in Australia, uh, so we have got uh, public holidays. Uh, right. You know, there's a day of mourning, a national day of mourning for the Queen tomorrow, uh, which is a public holiday for some. And then, because I live in the crazy, crazy sports mad place called Victoria, Friday is a public holiday, and it's called the Friday before the grand final holiday, the football grand final holiday. Wait, wait, you you get. A, a yes. holiday for the grand final. We get a this is this is how it does not make sense. We get a day off, a public day off from work and everything else on the day before the grand final, oh, the biggest word. biggest sporting game in, in Victoria. Not you think they would make it the Monday afterwards, mm. you know, so people can just have the a chick. No, no, they Exactly, a recovery. No, no, they they give it's because of tradition and you know uh, gala things and you know parades and everything else. But they give Friday, the day before the grand final, a public holiday down here in Victoria. So we've got uh, public holidays, uh, you know, coming. I know, I know. So, uh, you know, in the middle of that, it's school holidays down here, and uh, I still have a couple of kids, uh, a couple of the boys, the brothers Payne in school. So, uh, yeah, it's all stations go down here. It's all stations go. Mate, we we get tomorrow off, and then we go back to school Friday, and then we're on school holidays. I which know, just, it's, mate. Yeah, it, it, the, I wonder that, how many kids are going to be going back on the Friday. That's I, it. I doubt. It. I think you know the the old you know half a slice of pizza and a and a movie that you didn't get to choose is not enough to get them there <laughs> for the last day of school term. I don't think it's going to quite cut it this, um, you know. No, no, it's no, that's, it, it's, a, it's a bit insane. 
Uh, well, listen, let's let's take a quick break. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into, uh, you know, we'll get into The Chosen. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about what we're doing and some of the stuff behind The Chosen here. So let's take a quick break here on the show. You're listening to the unofficial Chosen broadcast. Pay it forward. Tell someone about the unofficial chosen broadcast today. And you are back on the unofficial chosen broadcast, aka the Tuckba. Tuckba. Oh, you do it. You do it right. You do it right there because it's not. Again, I get in trouble every time when I do the. Tuckbar because the T in Tuckbar is the the and uh, anyway Dude, I get you a, should say I get a complaint every time I do the it the Tuckbar broadcast welcome back to the Tuckbar broadcast and, <laughs> and, and that will really really frustrate him <laughs> uh, so like I said this is episode eleven of the show uh, we're covering the beginning of season two here this is the first episode of season two now it's the the episode is called Thunder. And- there's multiple reasons uh, why, why it's called Thunder. We'll get into that in a minute. It's one of the longest episodes of mm. The Chosen so far. It comes in at 64 minutes, so just over an hour. And it originally was broadcast as Season 2 launched back on April 4th, 2021. So, and the time of us recording, about a year and a half ago, uh, you know, here. So, uh, that's what we're going to get into in, in just a moment. I, I've, I've Because of our last episode where we looked at all the reviews and everything like that, uh, we re, you know, redid our views having an overlook of season one, I realised I should be looking at the synopsis of the episode synopsis uh, mm. that the uh, that the Chosen puts out and puts on IMDb for every episode. So here is the synopsis for, uh, for this episode. It says, Tension builds among the disciples as they wrestle with the increasing fame of Jesus in Samaria. Jesus rebukes Big James and John for their prejudice and after a near violent encounter gives them a new nickname. That's the that's the synopsis. I need to get I need to get a professional voiceover person to do the uh, synopsis reading for us every week. Synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had a great I had a great um, segue into this episode and into that that nickname. So, you know, a lot of people are uh, currently talking about you know, Brandon Fraser having his uh, kind of what they're calling the comeback, um, which to me, it's not a comeback. He didn't go anywhere because I, I literally quite often will pull out some old school uh, movies with, with Brandon Fraser in it, one of which is Airheads because I'm an Adam Sandler fan. And if oh, you've watched yes. the movie Airheads, that particular band that, that like took their slot at that open mic competition was... The Sons of Thunder, I believe. Um, I think that's what they were called. If I mean, I'm probably misquoting it, but it just reminds me so much of this episode. So perfect timing, perfect timing. 
now, now I, I, I've got to say right at the beginning of this uh, of this episode, and if you're new to uh, to talk about, welcome, thank you for for joining us, and hopefully you're watching through uh, the chosen for the first time, uh, all the way through with us uh, as as you are, Prof. You're you're going mm. through the, for the first time. I've I've watched it, uh, you know, countless of times, and I and I and I really really uh, dig this show. So that's the that's the shtick that we're doing at least for this next season, because after this next season, we're both going to be uh, watching it for the first time there so that that's all uh, that whole marketing marketing bit is gone but uh, as as we go through watch it we're looking for any moments of uh, you know uh, any ideas that we can come off with spin-off TV shows we're looking for any products we can market we make uh, we make a highlight of any any tearful moments and because we're very manly men and we don't like to admit that we're crying or getting choked up you might occasionally hear a bell going off in the background and that's our little uh, our little bell aka known as a gandalf moment where uh, we might uh, we we might you know if we get if we get a bit choked up and can't talk anymore you might hear you might hear a bit of an audio there um audio there i, I was ringing the bell the other day for something uh, i had some people sitting over here and they thought they thought they were they had just finished watching uh better call saul <laughs> Better Call Saul is the seek is the prequel uh, of of the you know the massive show Breaking Bad in that Breaking Bad universe. And if you've watched any of Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, you know that the bell has a totally different meaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in in that in that show than uh, than anything else. So look, the bell can mean many things, and uh, you know we want to uh, you know bring that more into into play here. But there's some of the uh, some of the gimmicks and the bits and pieces that we have uh, as as we as we go along here. Now I wanted to mention right you know the other thing I wanted to mention as we're heading into season two, I I want uh, and we'll make note of this as we go through. Did you notice right from the get-go, right from the get-go, that this uh, this season, I could notice immediately the money on the screen, as in the production level, they had jumped up not one or two notches. I think they had climbed like five notches up the ladder. Did you notice the same thing? I was in anticipation of what you know, the next season would be like. Yes. Literally. As quickly as I was won over with season one, same here with this one. Like when they enter and they kind of set the tone of where they are, what's going on, um, and, and just the set of, you know, being in Samaria. Dude, it was so much more immersive. Uh, yeah. Just everything about it. It just felt, uh, it looked better. The set was better. the The background, yes. the people. It was just. It was so immersive. It was like, okay, I'm not watching people look like they're in Capernaum. I'm watching people who I believe are in yeah. Samaria. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah, and 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 this is you know behind the scenes, and I think I've got this right. Please let me know. Uh, you know, and when and we say this at the beginning of every show, uh, we make we make a public call out. Uh, to to the man who we want to honour, uh, the person that we uh, love uh, more than anybody else. He's our patron saint here on the on the show, and it's the one and only Mister Dallas Lawrence Jenkins. I feel like I'm going to accidentally turn Super Saiyan one day when I say his name, like with that level of passion. 
<laughs> yeah, we love we love Mr. Dallas uh, Dallas Jenkins here. And uh, I, please, uh, what, anybody anybody who works for the Chosen or any fan of the Chosen, let me know if we've, if we've got this wrong because we do want to be bringing you the facts here. Between uh, at the end of of season one and and the end of season one finished uh, late in 2019. Like that's when the episode came out. So there was a full you know he had all of 2020 and then the beginning of 2021 before we saw anything of season two mm. um and i remember and and it is coming out any week now i want to be able to get it out in the next couple of weeks of us talking about it here uh in that period i think it was october november of 2020 i interviewed uh jonathan rumi the man who plays jesus oh, yeah. and he was le- and he was like dude i'm leaving any minute he lives in new york he goes i'm leaving any minute to go film season two and it looks like we're going to be filming it at this new place and the new place that they'd secured in in between that break was this you know huge set out in utah that is owned by the mormon church the mm. the church of latter day saints and if you've known anything about the uh, the latter day saints or the mormon stuff they produce a ton of material they've produced television shows movies and everything set in this e- e- you know era they've got a ton of money and they were able to put that all into onto the set there so the chosen crew were able to come alongside them and say listen can we work out a deal to to, uh, to 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 make the show here, and uh, it shows immediately mm. uh, as it, as it begins the the success of season one and the finances that they were able to bring to season two. I think it, I yeah. think it shows straight away. And and then the next phase is season three is their own set that they were able to raise money yes. for. Right, so it's yeah. been this yeah. this uh, evolution of getting to a level of being self sufficient um, because yeah. of the crowdfunding and yeah support of the the fans it's it's awesome man. i think th- i think by the end of the series they will take over jerusalem itself and be filming <laughs> on the actual location <laughs> um, they, we struck we struck a, up a deal I, it was funny. I was I got to I got the privilege. This is a little bit of a sidebar here. I got the privilege to see an amazing documentary, and I'll put a link to it somewhere in the show notes. It's uh, it's called Hope for the Holy Land. I think it's called Hope for the Holy Land, and it's an amazing documentary by a. Um, uh, a surfing, you know, uh, a, a surfing church man from America, uh, who's a bit of a surfer, family man, and oh, so he's has- a surfer who goes to church. I thought you meant he was a surf churcher. He just surfs through different churches, <laughs> going, uh, "I need to find my the right." Ch- <laughs> the perfect no, classic, church. No, a classic, a classic uh, Christian surfer guy from from the states, and uh, total sweetheart, uh, committed Christian who has taken uh, a lot of people on church. As we've mentioned before, we ended up talking about this before taking people on tours of the Holy Land, taking Christians nice. on tours of the Holy Land. And the, doc- the the thesis of the documentary, and again, I highly recommend it, is he realized that he had built in his heart a resentment for the Palestinian people hmm. only because he was spending to- so much time taking Christians and Messianic people over to, you know, to experience Jerusalem. And he was like, 
man, what's the deal with Palestinians? And he, mm. and he, and he realised he sort of couldn't, like, work it out. So the documentary is him going into Palestine, going into all the areas where you're not allowed to go and doing a doc- documentary asking people, asking Palestinian Christians, Palestinian Jews, uh, is, you know, Israelites, you know, uh, modern-day people, people from America, political people, everyday people on the street, men on the street. It is Phenomenal, and the and the thing. Let me just tell you right now. There's no easy answers. There's mm. not like at the end of the documentary he goes, and that's how you button it all up. It all, yeah. you know. There's no good guys or bad guys here. He presents the facts as it is. Uh, it's going to be troubling for some people on both sides of the spectrum, but it's a great, great documentary. Mm. Uh, and so I, I mentioned keen oh, to check that out, man. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely one one to check out. Well, his, you know what his favourite Bible passage would be, right? Yeah. The, the first mention of, of bodyboarding or surfing uh, during the shipwreck uh, in I'll, – I'll put the passage up in the show notes as well. Uh, it yeah. said those who were able to swim swam to shore and those who, who weren't floated, you know, went to shore on pieces of the boat. And I'm like, hey, that's that's some first century bodyboarding slash surfing right there. Um, I'll 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 have to contact him. I'll have to contact him and let him know that that's that can be his life first there. But uh, the interesting thing, and it got me thinking about our man, Mr. Dallas Jenkins, because one of the big things in in this documentary is the only hope for the Holy Land is you know is is the return of Jesus you know because there is going to be no peace until he brings peace mm. and you know there's and then they show all the different problems with political things and spiritual things and all these different things that happens over there and i started thinking man you know there might be one man there might be one man who can bring peace to the middle east <laughs> mr dallas jenkins <laughs> Well, that's a that's a huge huge weight <laughs> to put on someone's shoulders, bro. I don't know, man. I tell, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, moly. if he comes out with his crew, he brings Jonathan Rumi and the whole and the whole crew there goes out to to Israel. It, once people start watching the show, they're going to love it. It'll be it'll be peace of people just sitting around watching the chosen together all over the Middle East. It'll be amazing. There you go. <laughs> and on that on on that somewhat sacrilegious note, we'll have a break right about here. And I want to I want to play a, a, a song for you. And I'm getting in early for this one because uh, because I usually leave uh, the hip hop up to uh, up to our man, our resident MC Prophet here. But I'm coming in early because I'm I'm loving this latest single from an MC out of Tennessee. Uh, he's he's making big waves in the Christian hip hop scene. His name is No Big Deal. No oh, big deal. Bro, yeah. Uh, you love you love the dude, no big deal. And again, it's spelled all one word, but deal is D-Y-L if you're looking for it online. We'll have the link in the show notes. No big deal. His latest single is called One Way. And uh, I love it. It is a party jam. It gets the energy up. And I think it'll be a lot of fun to listen to it at this part of the show. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, we can only play a little bit for you. But uh, if you're listening to it over on the telly.live, you can hear the whole, uh, the whole song right here. But I recommend you go out there and support our man, Mr. To no big deal because he's doing great stuff in the scene. So here he is with his latest single, One Way. We'll be back in just a moment to talk about season two, episode one of The Chosen. Let's get on Ace. Okay, all right. Son of God, doing what the sun say. Minimalist with the funk sway. Heart guarded, I'm like hardened with the pump fake. We ain't going back and forth. Yeah, one way. 
three golden road in heaven is a one way Serve a big God, I'ma see him one day hey. Okay, great, that was one take But your lyrics didn't give him hope, let alone fame My relationship with the music, it be love-hate They be wanting me to use it in the wrong way I was happy in the Buick with the ball fade Now I'm discontent with the life that I pray for That just goes to show achievement isn't what we made for Selling us the lie that we'd be happy if we make more Order. I worry less when I pray more This is holy war, better watch out for the claymore Hey, you could ride a wave, here's a wakeboard It was hard to see. It was getting hard to see. Pardon me. Son of God doing what the sun say. Minimalist with the feng shui. Hard guarded, I'm like with the pump flare. We ain't going back and forth. This is one way. One, two, step back. 32K in my check. Back. Blessing coming after the set. Back. All depending on where your head's at. This is not a rabbit out of top hat. Overnight took 10 years without a call back. Father said the pride will make you fall fast I'ma be the only one in heaven wearing all black Satan looking saucy Same deal what they call me And I'm in the Lord's army Told you I'm a soldier like babes and a tall team Son of God doing what the sun say Minimalist with the feng shui Heart guarded, I'm like Harden with the pump fade We ain't going back and forth, this a one way One, two, step back 32k in my check deal with his track one way here on the telly you're listening to the unofficial chosen broadcast tukpa with myself dj Payne, and my co-host the prophet and uh, we're looking at season two episode one thunder it is our uh, show that we're talking about here the chosen and there's a note right at the beginning of the episode the role of big james will now be being played mm. by abe martell so uh we've lost our we've lost our big james that we've got to know over season one uh how long do you remember how long it took you to to adjust to this guy you Bro, know now to, is big james has got a different face to be honest i i remember first hearing about it and not even noticing until you'd really pointed it out only because <laughs> only because i was so focused on just how just next level the the yes. set was and the setups yeah. and the storylines that it did. It did take me a bit. Like I knew something was a bit different, but and obviously we we had a long break in between um, seasons, and so I hadn't watched yes. anything. But yeah, it took me it took me a while to to actually pick up on that. But um, yeah. mate, he's got big shoes to fill because they're both they're both great in that role. Um, I he, must say yeah. though, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, the the new fella portrays um, Big James. So I think he's I think he's going to be awesome. We'll give a shout out to our old James, Mr. Kian Cavusi is mm. uh, is is no longer with us, and uh, I uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing what Abe will bring to the role. Now, mm. warning, warning! This opening scene, I mean, they didn't hold back. This is where the writing, you know, even the writing of of the television show, they, they've taken it to a new level because we've got older versions of the disciples yeah. talking and remembering. And immediately, I'm talking 
yeah. immediately at the beginning of season two. It's like, are you joking? You do you want me in tears right from the what right from the first minute? Yeah, and bro, what what a killer way to kick <laughs> off um, this season because if, if you remember the kind of running theme in season one is a lot of the openers was a flashback to yes. set context um, from something Old Testament or something yep. previous. And then it's setting you up. Whereas the start of this season, it's flashing yep. forward, um, yeah. you know, into the first century church. It, it's after, you know, things have been established. It's when, you know, the, the mission's happening and yes. they're reflecting back uh, while, you know, the writers of, of the uh, the gospels are, are taking these notes and, and, you know, reflecting what's oh. happening. And it's like, what a, what a incredible way to, to kick off the next season. I didn't realize, like straight away, like what was going on, um, because immediately when that first happened, I was like, "How, how much has that guy aged between seasons?" It's been a yeah. stressful time in lockdown because they they took a break over COVID for filming, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a minute." Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And they're being they're being very uh, – Dallas and the team, they're being very tricky because they haven't put like uh, – usually what you would do is have a, in the corner, you know, they might have AD yeah. 40 or AD 50, you know, something moving mm. in my head. For, no, nothing like that. You've got to figure it out yourself. So you've get, you get uh, Simon Peter there with a bit of grain in his beard. Uh, you get uh, Thomas, who we haven't seen since, uh, you know, the wedding yeah. of season one. You know, he's there with grain in his beard as well. Uh, we get a character we've never seen before, this ragged-looking guy with a beard. It's like, well, who is this guy talking like, about they, it? Have they given us a glimpse uh, of a, a disciple yeah, to, yeah. yet to be introduced? Awesome. I love it. Yep. I love it. You get – I think for my money, uh, Andrew probably looks the best and he looks the most, uh, you know, uh, aged there with his hair and mm. the grey. And, of course, with Andrew, they, they have to bring in um, his brother sitting next to him, Peter, Joe. Joking around and you know uh, t- having having yeah, another they, joke they at give John a the shout Baptist. Shout out to um uh, yeah crazy John <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> uh, beautiful. Uh, Mary, again, uh, Mary Magdalene there looking uh, you know uh, looking aged as well. And then finally um, we have uh, Matthew uh, you know with his giant beard. Matthew with this giant you know he's got the giant afro and the giant beard there uh, looking quite a bit older and he's comparing notes and we realise that they're talking to you know we sort of get an idea as it goes they're talking to John mm. uh, you know they're talking to John there and uh, I love the fact that Matthew straight away is like well, my account of it of of, of Jesus' story is going to be exact. Mm. You can you can work on whatever you know fanciful ideas that you're doing, but mine's going to be you know be exact. They're very very funny yeah. uh, for those who like it. And then and then we have uh, um, you know Mary, the mother of Jesus, uh, again aged uh, aged up. Uh, you know, talking to John there, John now. Uh, with a beard and longer hair, uh, and they do I, I've, again just little little things that are just you know really perfect in this. Uh, John looks younger than the rest of them. Mm. Uh, he he hasn't got all the grey in his beard like the others have. He he's he's a little bit younger. Uh, he's he looks a lot more mature, and he is um, you know working away uh, on on collecting notes from everybody and accounts from everybody. And you notice that. He starts him and Mary, the mother of Jesus, are calling each other mother and son. Yeah. 
And it's and like, oh. Yeah, and that's a, a cool kind of shout out to things to come. Um, yeah. Bro. Yeah, it's 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 a great great opening again. For those who are not familiar with the gospel passages, uh, not to spoil anything for you, and we can't spoil mm-hmm. anything. This story is two thousand years old. Uh, you know, Jesus on the cross says to the apostle John, "This is now your mother," and says to his mother, "This is now your son," mm-hmm. and sort of giving each other the the relationship there. And we see them living that out, literally like a mother and son looking after one another in, in this scene. Uh, it's a rainy night. There's thunder and lightning outside, uh, so we get a first little reference to what thunder. the title might be about there of of thunder. And as the thunder's going, and John is contemplating how he's going to start this whole account how where do you begin where mm. do you begin this gospel account the thunder's going he's pondering it as he looks out the window and boom we get the opening of season two like the titles come oh, there great bro. start man come on bro. <laughs> and and mate if you're gonna let people know hey we're leveling up that's yeah. that's how you do it that yes. was yes level up yeah, it really and and I, and I and there's a much more the other thing I'll note here as I, as we go into this there's a there's a much more confidence in what they're doing. Like mm. I the, the the feeling that I had with season 1 a lot of times was was we're making something and we hope you like it. In in season 2, you know, we're just one episode in season 2. I've got this feeling like well, we know you're going to like it. You know, yeah. like we don't we've, care. We've kicked, we've we've, kicked some goals. We've yes. got some runs on the board. Yeah. We, we've figured out our flavor now. And exactly. we know we know who likes it. We're not going to try and cater to those who don't. We're just going to do what we feel called to do. And yeah. man, it's, it's yeah. it's and, and even the actors too, I must say, it, it's almost like it's not, oh, I'm, I'm getting to know this person I'm playing. It's like, as the episode goes on, you see, man, they are so much more comfortable in the skin of this character yes. that they're portraying. Um, they, they've embodied it. You know what I mean? It's like they've come back to, oh, okay, I'm in, you know, John mode now. I'm in Jesus yeah. mode now. And yeah. and it's on. I'm like, I'm flicking oh, the I'm- switch. That's who I am. And I'm bringing it totally. Yeah. And if and if this is the vibe for the beginning of season two, I cannot wait for season three. Oh yeah, for you real. know if this is how confident they are here, I cannot wait to see as the show continues. Anyway, uh, let's jump straight into it. Uh, we've got uh, a shout out to our Australian brother uh, George Harrison Xanthus, who's playing young John. Who's playing both Johns actually, mm. uh, playing John there, and he, and the new older brother James uh, James uh, Big, as they call him on the show, Big James. Uh, played as as he's already had a shout out there. Played mm. by Abe Martell uh, on IMDb. His name is listed as Abe Buna Jallard. So I don't know why the difference there. I don't know what's happened uh, with the two different names he's got happening on his IMDb. But nevertheless, played it there. And immediately, I I, I hate to say this. I'm totally won won over by Abe playing uh, playing Big John. Mm. I think his his emotional level, his his big brotherness to his little brother is much more on show. Yeah. And uh, we we see the two brothers uh, 
by themselves, just with rudimentary tools, uh, basically ploughing a field in the middle of nowhere outside of the city of Samaria, where we left them at the end of uh, of season one. The, it's it's a, some teaching moments uh, coming up. Well, the, 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 what, what did you think of the conversation, Prof, where they're basically working the field, and one of the questions that they have is, so why do you think that Jesus loves me best? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I've I had a good feeling when when they introduced this that you know these guys doing this. I'm like, there's going to be some uh, some interesting character development on you know who who's you know playing what role as far as in the group because we we already had glimpses of that with Simon thinking he was the the security guard slash uh, um you know Simon Peter being the the fella and I think uh, I think there's going to be some moments for these fellas to uh, figure out how they how they exist in in their role and um, yeah, learning uh, some valuable lessons about a few things in this episode. So, so this, this first act of this episode is, you know, is, is what I'm calling day one. The, basically the episode happens over three days. So day one, we have uh, John and James plowing the field. We have Thomas and Raymar, who we remember from the wedding feast, the wine merchants of the wedding feast, together with Raymar's father, uh, who's called in the in the show Caffney. Again, we don't know, you know, if any of the none of this is historic, historically, uh, you know, accurate. There, they're they're heading into Samaria. Uh, we have the rest of the disciples running around because they've lost Jesus somewhere in Samaria, <laughs> and then we see Jesus uh, basically acting as the local mechanic, fixing an axle underneath yeah. a car. <laughs> uh, for for a mate, uh, we're introduced again to the woman at the well, uh, Fotina, played by Vanessa De Salvio, fantastically there as uh, she's bringing more and more people, uh, you know, to 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 hear Jesus. We see a little bit of a glimpse of Jesus's teaching. Uh, you know, we get a great moment where he talks about, uh, you know, for an illustration, he pulls out of a shepherd out of the uh, out of the crowd and talks about, uh, you know, the the the, the 99 sheep and the one who mm. would you go to we see uh again watching on from afar over overlooking everything we have uh the man that were introduced at the end of uh, season one uh the woman at the wells fotina's uh living you know yeah. husband who uh you know played uh, named named in the show Neria played by legendary character actor actor Maz Siam there so he even he is leaning in and listening to what Jesus is teaching we also get introduced a a random character a man uh, obviously a samaritan on a crutch a, a half lay man on a crutch who somehow has something to do with the field that John and James has mm. been ploughing he sees it he looks at it they we're so that so it's all introductions here in season one. Uh, you know, finally uh, Jesus is back after a big day of teaching. Uh, he gets to see Thomas and Rama and promises Rama's father that all of these questions will be answered because he obviously Rama's father is not real happy about this situation. Yeah. So he's got, he's got some big questions for Jesus. Jesus says, "Listen, I promise we'll talk about it." In the morning, please stay. We'll go here, and uh, we end up. We end day one uh, with Jesus and the disciples gathered around a filthy, disgusting couple of brothers who are just gorging themselves on food after a hard day's work. <laughs> what happened? I was just telling everybody the work that you boys did today. How remarkable it was! You must be famished. <laughs> I guess um, we were hungry. 
<laughs> Eat. Restore your strength. And when you're done, please describe the work to the others. I hope everyone takes note of what John and Big James did here. And everyone's thinking, oh, hang on, what's going on here? These two are sort of are being praised above all the other disciples, and yeah. it's already beginning to cause tension in the, uh, you know, in the midst there. Bro. And, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's bound to happen. If you look at the types of people that are being gathered into this crew, and these, these are people who probably wouldn't be in the same room as each other if it wasn't for Jesus. Um, yeah now are traveling companions with each other. Like, it, it's a bit of a ticking time bomb if you really, you know, think about it, if people can't kind of humble themselves to, to the greater cause. So, uh, exactly. I've got a feeling there's going to be a fair bit, of, fair bit of tensions coming up. But, bro, I, I yeah, like I said, it, it captured me. I love that they just immediately honored, you know, where we left off with the guys from the wedding feast because he said, meet me, you know, where to meet yep. you. Um, yep. And I'm, I'm really keen to see... Uh, when they start to introduce some some more of these disciples, bro, like that that was my impression. I was just in anticipation the whole time. Like I wasn't even catching a lot of the dialogue, a lot of anything. I was just like, <laughs> what, what's next? What's going to be brought to the table? Like usually, I'm like really like I'm leaning in to yeah. to catch the dialogue. I want to and, and look to be honest selfishly too i'm leaning in going oh i want to capture something good to have a really good reflection for the podcast uh, i need a good <laughs> reflection moment you know but this time i was I just leaning in just going oh, i'm enjoying like i'm just loving watching this man like i was just yeah, yeah i was just enthralled man that's awesome. Anyway. That's awesome. Hey, let's take another break before we get into Act 2 of the episode. I want to play you another song. I've got another pick for you. And last time we went to the USA, this time I want to head over to the UK, uh, mm. to the UK here, all the way to Manchester in the UK. Uh, one of my favourite artists out of the UK at the moment, Christian artist, is a man by the name of Jonathan Ogden. Uh, Jonathan Ogden, amazing producer, amazing songwriter, and I'll be honest with you, great content creator. If you want a good follow on Instagram or YouTube, YouTube. Jonathan Ogden is your man. He's got a new single out called This Love. This is beautiful Christian pop music at its finest. So let's have a listen to it here on the show, all the way from the Manchester, UK. Jonathan Ogden with This Love. Oh Lord, my Lord, how majestic is your name. One glimpse of you. I'm Was 
Roger. It was a gorgeous pop song. He's worth a follow across the social media. That is Jonathan Ogden from Manchester, UK, with his new single, This Love. Big shout out to Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan, if you're a fan of The Chosen, feel free to jump on an episode. We'll take anybody here Oof. who wants to uh, wants Come to have on. a chat. <laughs> uh, we'll it's it's DJ... Yeah, let's get it's DJ and Prophet here. We're looking at uh, season two, episode one, Thunder, and uh, we're into act two. Act two is day two, day two of our, our story here. Uh, everybody is waking up and have got something to do. We follow uh, the group of the disciples uh, heading through uh, Samaria, and again, this is where they're really showing off their production levels here. The mm. camera is swooping around as <laughs> there's multiple levels, there's under markets and bridges over the top, uh, you know, beautiful, uh, you know, flowing material everywhere, a lot of greenery, uh, you know, all everything's looking beautiful. And uh, it is a hustle and bustle. And let me just say, for me being Mr. Picky, uh, you know, not a lot to pick on on here because everyone's clothing looks lived in. Yeah. Uh, you know, everybody looks like it's actually, you know, it's a lot more believable to see them all there. So uh, we have the crowd, the, the disciples walking through uh, Samaria, and the discussion is bubbling along, uh, you know, where everybody's going, okay, James and John are leading us. What's going on here? Are these two brothers the leaders now? Mm. They're not happy about this. Simon is definitely not happy about this. Um <laughs> uh, you know he's you know he's he's bristling there. He, so, he almost has the the you know my real dad. Um, yeah, attitude. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what to do. You know my real dad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and everywhere you know, uh, everywhere Simon is, his arms are permanently folded <laughs> in defiance. In you know, in all of these scenes, it's great. Uh, so uh, James, James, and John have said, "Listen, actually, Jesus has told us his plans for today. Uh, you know, this is what's going to happen. Uh, you're all going to go out and buy uh, food for tonight because Jesus is putting on a dinner, and we've all got a job to do. That's our job today. And so everybody, you know, Matthew reluctantly hands out the money. Everyone is." allowed to go out there and we get yet again and this is one of my favorite moments of it the two brothers big james and john are not happy about <laughs> samaria we, about the samaritans living in samaria like they have that classic line uh you know we're gonna what are you two gonna do we're gonna get off the streets because the worst thing about samaria is the samaritans we're yeah. out of here <laughs> uh too many samaritans they're, they're not happy about it at all um so uh, we get a moment as Simon is uh, is is buying wine for the festival for the for the dinner dinner that night and being very generously blessed. We see Fotina, the woman at the well, coming in with a special invitation, and they leave us hanging here because we see the invitation. There's you know there's no translation of it here. It's just some Hebrew writing or some you know ancient writing on a scroll. We don't know what the invitation is about, but uh, Fotina is uh, given something special to Peter. Uh, finally, Jesus gets to meet and have a chat to Raymar's dad. And uh, Raymar's dad, you know, really wonderful, wonderful scene where he basically expresses, I don't know what you did at that wedding, but I'm here to say thank you for saving my reputation. I think it's a bit foolish for my daughter and Thomas to be following you. I don't believe in these miracles. I don't think you're a Messiah or anything like that. But, you know, please look after them. Mm. We get a we get a moment, a really good moment, and this is a this is I don't know if it's a directing choice or an acting choice from Jonathan, but Jonathan Rumi, I don't know how to how to describe this. It's a very human moment uh, with Jesus, as he says he says to the Father, 
you know, says to Ramos' father here, I ask a lot of those who follow me. And you can see the father processing that. And he says goodbye. And you can see that Jesus wants to tell him or reveal something more about himself. But he almost looks a bit, not the word isn't ashamed. The word, the, the, I'm not, I don't have the right word, but he looks very meek and lets the father leave because mm. there's obviously uh, a teaching moment, you know, coming up here. But he has a real, um, almost awkward feeling about, uh, you know, letting this happen in front of him. And mm. you can see the weight that Jesus has. Anything that came to mind? Did you notice that as, as I did, Prof? Yeah, dude, it was, and, and the pressure was on too because. Like we said, the last two episodes of season one were the the highlight things based off one-on-one conversations with Jesus. And now yeah. this is the, you know, one of the first times there's been an intense conversation between Jesus and someone else. And it was, yeah, it was pretty awesome, man. Um, but yeah. like I said, I, I was, uh, I was too distracted. I felt like I was like, you know, when, when your friend moves into a new house and you go visit and you're just like, oh man all the possibilities we could do activities here and think I was just more, I was so distracted by the production and how awesome it was to really (laughs) (laughs) get my usual kind of level of um, uh, reflections on stuff. But yeah. And anyway, it's going it to take a, it's it, going to get a, take a while for you to get your eye in your eye. Well, in I mean, even like you said with the, with the, with the cameraman just going, Oh man, I can bro. Director, can you, can you, bear, bear with me. I'll go under this bridge. I'll go around this corner. <laughs> Bro, let's just have fun with our new space that we have to work yeah. with. <laughs> That's like totally. me watching it. I'm just like, oh, man, everything looks wonderful. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. There's a dust in the air. There's a bit of like there's a bit yeah. more grit. I like, did I get a new the- TV? Uh, is, is this is this now 4K quality? What, what's going on here? I know yeah. it's, it's they really have leveled up. So Thomas yeah. has an awkward conversation here with his, you know, would be future father-in-law. You know, the mm. father-in-law, you know, basically calls him calls him out on his bluff and says, "Listen, I know you're after my my daughter. That's you know that's fine, but." You know, I, I don't know what I'm going to say when you come and ask for a hand because I don't approve of any of this foolishness mm. that's happening. But just keep her safe. And the emotion there, it's another moment that you're just like, oh, I can feel this, yeah. feel this of what it's what it takes. What does it actually taste take to follow Christ, you know, in this time? We cut to uh, the crew being there at the field uh, later on in the day. They come and have a look at the field and uh, you get a great moment with Jesus calling uh, James and John, my boys, this is some expert work my boys great job uh this is exceptional um and then on the other side of the uh on the other side of the field looks like an abandoned house but it's actually where the lame man we were introduced to the night before it's mm. all it's where he lives it looks like a, a rundown old shack we get we get introduced to the character of melek melek you must be melek i am you're the teacher i'm jesus of nazareth these are my students I believe I owe you a debt of gratitude. It's John and Big James here that put in the sweat. You own the field? I do. We thought it was for travelers. Okay, so spit it out. What's the catch? Catch? You don't know me from Adam. You're a Jew. You come all the way from Galilee to preach in town. You send your students to work my land. Fortina told us you were in need. She told me all about you. So what do you want from me? I don't have any money. I can't make a donation to your ministry. Can't even feed my family. That's what I want. What? 
I would love for you to share a meal with me and my friends. Yeah, I'm really so very sorry, but uh, we don't have any food. Not even for ourselves. We've got that covered. So we cut to a beautiful uh, beautiful evening scene, a night scene, where they're sitting around the fire. The food has been had. They're all sitting outside together. It's nearly time to get the bell. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Reaching for the bell moment yeah. coming up. Uh, we we get a you know get some great fun. We're introduced to uh, Melik's wife and daughter. Uh, Melik is the half you know the guy with a lame leg. Uh, Melik and his daughter, and uh, I think the 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 wife is Hadiva. Uh, I think the 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 daughter is Rebecca or Rachel. I can't remember which one there. And uh, they're all sitting around having a great conversation. About uh, uh, you know about what is uh, you know some some old stories and stuff, and then Jesus just lightly starts pressing in to hear more um, more news. Like the how did he how did he get the lame leg? Basically, that awkward mm. conversation. This is where it's like, oh my goodness, these guys, the confidence in the writing level, yeah, uh, in, in the storytelling, because it, it is. They take a story that anybody in the in the, you know anybody familiar with the New Testament, anybody story with the Gospels, they take this story and they flip it on its yeah. head. Uh, you've heard about the story about the Good Samaritan, Prof. When did you, as you're watching this through for the first time, as you're watching this through, when did you realize what they were doing in the storytelling? So this is this is where I finally switch into my normal shift into gears properly, bro. Um, I, I haven't had a lot to bring to the table because I was like just enjoying it as it is. But this is where I was I was so I was leaning in because this is the 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 kind of poet side of me, the storytelling side of me. The how do you how do you bring a a, a familiar story and tell it in a way? that's going to impact somebody at the level uh, that it would have the first time they heard the story because uh, people have heard that parable so many times. And I love that earlier in the piece it showed him in a creative way, kind of public speaking, doing the the parable of the, you know, 99 and all that. But this was like intense. This guy's, you know, bearing his heart and, and, and sharing some, some guilt and shame of, of some, some stuff in his life. And it takes a little bit, but when the penny drops, you're like, dude, he's he's one of the the bad guys from that story. <laughs> he's the robber. And you're like, okay, this is I am now being faced with um, you know, what would it look like for Jesus huh. to be spending time with the bad guy from that story? Yeah, and yeah. and how does that pan out? And obviously this is a uh, you know what? What we referred to as extracurricular um, yes, uh, content, yes. uh, yeah. but bro, to me, to take a familiar story and go, I'm going to share this story, but from a completely different vantage point, and I'm going to pick a different character. We're not going to, you know, re, you know, redo the scene and play out what the Good Samaritan looked like. But let's let's actually, what would it look like if you were to meet one of the characters from that parable who was uh. on the wrong side of that story? Um, and not let, let's not pick one of the religious leaders who didn't want to be unclean and walk past. Let's pick the robber, man. Like, bro, that was mind-blowing. That, that completely just wrinkled my brain. The kind of man you've helped. Every day, I think about that Jew. 
and alone on the road, possibly dead. <laughs> I could be a murderer. He didn't die. Somebody came along and helped him. How do you know? Melek. I know. I promise you. He did not die. way out here. Isn't everyone in town falling at your feet? The shepherd leaves the 99 on the mountain to search for the one that went astray. Soon as they go to a place like Samaria, and mm. they're all talking about the dangers on the roads to Samaria and yeah. the dangers for the Jews and everything like that. Immediately, your your you pick your ears prick up and you go, "Oh, I wonder if we're going to get some sort of fleshing out of the Good Samaritan." Yeah. Because the Good Samaritan, for those who don't know or those who might be new to the Bible, the Good Samaritan is a story that Jesus tells about a Jewish person who is, uh, you know, robbed, uh, you know, on on the roads on the treacherous, Vi- treacherous violently roads. robbed. Yeah, violently robbed, everything taken from him, and (laughs) abandoned for dead. Jews pass by because they don't want to stop because it's so dangerous. Mm. Uh, But the person who stops and helps him is a Samaritan Mm. and uh, takes him back and looks after him. And that's the point of the story. Who is your neighbor? The neighbor is the one, anyone who's in need near you. Uh, Samaritans, Jews, doesn't really matter. You can be a you can be a neighbor to someone. Mm. So I'm I'm expecting that story at some point here while they're in Samaria. I'm like, are we going to meet the good Samaritan? Are we going to get some retelling? Are we going to see? it played out what's it going to be like is one of the guys who are going to get beat up one of the disciples is there another jew it's mm. thomas thomas when he's walking along yeah. with raymer well, is I was he thinking, gonna get I was the- thinking what if after um the dad in or the yes. future father-in-law on his way Same. home what yes. if that happens and then they have to like you know battle this thing of oh man you know i hate some yes. already but no nah, they once uh, again when you think they're going to go outside the box they, they take it even further outside of the box, yeah. and that's that's I brilliant would, writing, man. That's- I would love to love to be on a fly on the wall in the writing room, writing mm. room, as I'm sure these ideas are all thrown about. But whoever came up with the idea and said, "No, no, let's meet one of the Samaritan robbers and have Jesus yeah. forgive him," I'm like, Bro. "Oh my goodness, <laughs> that yeah. is that is amazing story t- storytelling." Because this allows them to do so much in the future as well. Because at some point. Uh, you know, as 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 the as basically uh, the this Samaritan character, the the Samaritan robber Melakir is is basically confessing it to Jesus about what he's done, and he's not worthy of Jesus mm. being here. Uh, Jesus assures him, assures him that the Samaritan lived. And he's okay, and uh, you know, you know that everything is okay. okay. And then it's like a point of like, okay, is just is this Jesus being an all-knowing God and just knowing it, or at some point are we gonna are we gonna know that Jesus 
you know, has some relation to, to this Jewish character who's been looked after. Yeah, like, what are man. we going to, what are we, you know, there's open there for the future. It's really, it's a teaching point for John and James, who are standing up the back, very upset that they've been tricked into uh, plowing a Samaritan's field, being invited to it as Samaritan's person yeah. you know, for, for dinner. And not, and not just any Samaritan, a Samaritan rubber, by yeah. the way. And, and how's that though? Like, they've been walking around like oh man we are we're so important oh we've done such a good job oh you know we're, yeah. we're the bomb and then it's like oh geez this whole time we've been doing this stuff for the very people we hate and not just that exactly but someone who fits our idea of what we think a samaritan is like you know uh, the totally. bad guy in the story and um, totally. we have just blessed this dude for the unforeseeable future by yeah, yeah. providing food for his family. Oh, it's an, it's an, it's oh. an absolute classic. It's an absolute classic. Uh, we leave we leave Act 2 here at the end of this second day where the crowd, the whole team, all the disciples and Jesus are back in Samaria. They're knocking on a door and this is where Fotina has invited them. This is where it's, you know, that, mm. that little invite that he got in the market. This is where it's led up to. And they're actually at Fatina's house, at the house of her husband, of her current husband, who, for whatever reason, has been taken with Jesus' teaching and says this, everybody can come and stay here, all of you. Uh, you know, they've got a very big place in the middle of the city and uh, you can all come and stay here. We get a very, uh, very uh, interesting little scene of, uh, you know, him warning uh, you know, warning uh, the disciples that warning Jesus and the disciples that one of the rooms in this big house they have is haunted by his grandmother, mm. and uh, that moment where Jesus, you know, with big eyes says, "Hey, I'll take that room." Uh, now, again, <laughs> the, the 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 Pharisee in me, the uh, the nerd Pharisee who wants Jesus to be betrayed, you know, perfectly all the time, says. Hang on a minute, haunting a grandmother. What's going on? Would Jesus want to be in a haunted room? How is this going to be played out? And they do, they do follow up with that one. They do have a great payoff, and it's 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 worth it on that one. But uh, let's take another quick break here on the show. And uh, before we get into uh, prophet's pick, I don't want to get a prophet pick in the next break. But I've got one last song that I want to play you here. We've gone to the USA, we've gone to the UK. Now mm. I want to come back here to Australia. And I've just discovered a new Australian Christian artist all the way from Perth. His name, you're going to love this name, Prof. His name is Matthew J. Fox. Matthew (laughs) J. Fox. Not Michael J. Fox. Not Michael J. Fox. But Matthew J. Fox. Matthew Matthew J. Fox. Uh, I think he's Matt Joe Fox on Instagram there. He's just released his second single. It's called Meet Me. So out of Perth, Australia, uh, his, here is Matthew J. Fox with Meet Me. We'll be back with more from the unofficial Chosen Broadcast.
strings attached, no limit to your grace. You are the God that meets me where I am. I'll to Michael J. Fox. That is Matthew J. Fox all the way from Perth. His new single is called Meet Me and uh, you're listening to it here on the telly on the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. Uh, it's DJ and Prophet here with you. We are looking through. You're, you're still wrapped in Matthew J. Fox, aren't you, buddy? I, I am. I almost cut off your, your introduction just then. I, I was about to say, bro, I picture this dude Matthew J. Fox, he comes out, but then after his gig, when he's with his manager, his manager looks like Doc from um, Back to the Future. <laughs> That's all I could picture, man. As, as long as anyway. they're pulling up in a DeLorean outside yeah. of the concert, you know, coming That's out and something like that, hey, it's great. Bro, you're on fire with the song picks today, man. 
I, I love look, it. I, I, I've come, I've come prepared. I've come prepared today, and I'm leaving. I'm leaving profit pick right to the end here. So hopefully you got something to well, hit a you, home you run right at the end. All there, fresh buddy. stuff, and today yeah. I'm, I'm doing a big flashback. So it works out. It. it works out well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so here we are, Act Three in this episode, and it's our third day. It's our third day. We wake up in the morning on the third day, and we see uh, uh, our our friend that we've just made, the Samaritan uh, Lane guy, uh, in there little uh, ramshackle house there, we have the family waking up with him screaming at the beginning, mm. his girl, his little girl waking up, his wife waking up, and Melek, you know, panting and going on about his leg, but the leg is in pain, the wife, everyone's freaking out, and he goes, no, no, my leg is healed, there's mm. no pain, he's dancing, he's jumping. The family can't believe it, there's big hugs going on for all of them there, and it's his wife who's saying... It was him. It's him talking about Jesus. Yeah. It's because of him that this this has happened. She knows what's happening here. So as there's joyous laughter there and they're all laughing, we cut to Jesus lying in his bed back in Samaria, and he's got a big smile on his face because he realized yeah. he realizes we, what's happening. And he's sort of laughing and, to himself, uh, and, it, and he wakes up in the room with him. And we get a we get a real sense of how close the relationship here with the, with the gang. Uh, there's three beds in a room. In this haunted room, uh, and it's J- Big James and John in there with Jesus. And Jesus's laughter wakes them up, and they're like, you know, hey, what's going on here? And Jesus says, you know, hey, we've got a very happy, uh, happy guy who's, uh, you know, uh, you know, he, he mimes the old finger walking, you know, he's, he's, he's out there walking. John's mind is blown and says, look, you don't even have to be there to perform miracles like this. Right. And Jesus promises, promises them one day, uh, you know, you'll have this authority as well. Mm. We get the follow-up. We get the follow-up, and this is what makes it worthwhile. Why did they have a reference to the haunting there? Jesus has a little teaching moment with them, you know, basically, you know, and again, not to not to take away anything, but basically saying, hey, you don't have to correct every mistake a new believer makes. Sometimes mm. you just have to, you have to just go with them and you can, you know, work with them and show them by your lifestyle what's, what's you know, truth here. So uh, cuts to uh, cuts to the gang having breakfast together in this beautiful, beautiful place. A beautiful spread has been put out before them and everybody's got different ideas of what they should be doing that day. Mm. Uh, there's all, all people who want Jesus' attention and Jesus just wants some time alone. And we get this first idea that Jesus... You know, as much as he enjoys all the gang being together, he really does to have to take some serious time by himself in prayer. So he's like, hey, guys, you decide whatever you want to do. I'm out. Seek yeah. me and you'll find me. Bye. <laughs> and he's gone. So uh, everyone's having an argument. John and James have come up with a month worth of plans. Simon's got something different. Matthew's been dobbed in uh, as someone who's been, uh, you know, spilling too many beans. Uh, and at the last minute, James and John... I like, you know, come on, we'll find Jesus and we'll find, you know, f- figure out what he wants, uh, even though he just, just told them to leave me alone. <laughs> and so uh, they find Jesus and Jesus, you know, just standing by, uh, you know, by a tree, obviously praying to him, you know, praying there, spending some time in deep and uh, thought. And uh, James and John, uh, you know, having a conversation, you know, jump in and grab him, have a conversation. Uh, but uh, uh, immediately they're um, basically uh, not, a, I wouldn't say attack. 
fact. But, you know, some passing Samaritans who were traveling down the road right next to them realized that there's, uh, you know, there's some Jews there. And uh, how do you like our traditional Jewish greeting? And, <laughs> and pick up rocks yeah. and start throwing them, at, spitting at Jesus. It lands on John. The big spit lands on John. And Jesus is doing the uh, doing the classic lunchtime with the bullies there, you know, yeah. holding back the t- holding back the brothers who want to get into a fight. Uh, J- big James is grabbing for his knife. He's yeah. ready to go. And, and they're probably like, loving it too, right? Because, you know, traditionally you, you, these characters, Simon Peter's the tough guy. These yeah. guys, nothing makes you feel tougher than someone holding you back because you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I must look tough right now. Right. <laughs> Let us do something. What would that achieve? Defending your honor. They reviled and humiliated you. They deserve to have bolts of lightning rain down and incinerate them. Yes, fire from the heavens. Fire? You said we could do things like that. Say the word and it will happen. Why not? We knew we couldn't trust these people. We shouldn't have come here in the first place. They don't deserve you. Let's go. Yeah, let's Give have me it. The, you know, <laughs> yeah, say the word and let's make it happen. Let's rain down fire bolts. Let's rain down <laughs> fire. Let's rain down lightning bolts. Let's blow this. You know, like they're ready to go. This teaching moment from Jesus with, with two of his best friends is, I think, this might be just my personality type, we get introduced to here to angry teacher Jesus, mm. like severely disappointed and severely angered that his students have got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, what What are you doing? Do you think you are so much better than these people? Don't you get it yet type of thing? And uh, it is a, uh, you know, it's a great moment. Jonathan Rumi plays it fantastically, yeah. you know. And, and, and I'm I know, glad I that they, like- they've shed the light on, you know, that side of, of – the teacher of the rabbi of, yeah. of yes J- Jesus potential to to have that type of passion as well equally to the other sides of the the passion that he's brought out in different emotions to go actually you know what he, there is this righteous anger oh. that's going to come out in certain times yes. and it's not usually pointed at the robbers it's not usually pointed at these people it's pointed at his own yep. people <laughs> who are holding back others from coming to to know God uh, or to coming it. to experience God. And, and it's kind of cool to see, to see that, you know, in that, that teaching moment, that mentoring, like, dude, guys, come on. It was to show you that what we're doing here will last for generations. What I told Fotina at the well and what she then told so many others, it's sowing seeds that will have a lasting impact for lifetimes. Can you not see What's happening here? These people that you hate so much are believing in me without even seeing miracles. It's the message, the truth that we're giving them. And you're going to get in the way of that because a few people from a region you don't like were mean to you. That they're not worthy? What, you're so much better? You're more worthy? Well, let me tell you something. You're not. That's the whole point. It's why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, well, the the and again, great acting all around because uh, you know James and John, uh, you know, immediately are remorseful and and are rep- you know the reprimand on their face is shown, being great students that they are. And good friends as well, and we have that wonderful moment where Jesus basically just takes a takes a beat and says, "Hang on, 
you wanted to bring fire down yeah. on these people. <laughs> Just let me get this straight. Oh. Like this attitude of like, let me get this straight. And we have the, a very great comedy, you know, classic comedy moment where John says, look, it sounds a lot worse when you say it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it sounded yeah. right to us in the moment. And this is where Jesus gives them the nickname. And this is where the title comes in again. You are like thunder, thunder exploding out of your chest. So I'm going to call you to the sons of thunder. <laughs> and uh, they're like, is that a good thing? And he's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. <laughs> It could be. Uh, coming out to meet them is the rest of the disciples and the crew with a uh, local Samaritan priest uh, from the local Samaritan temple. And uh, he is desperate for this teacher, uh, this holy teacher, to come and teach in their little uh, in their little temple, uh, in, the, in the Samaritan temple there. So uh, so we, we, we have the crew all assembling uh, in the temple and we get a wonderful history lesson and a factual lesson and this is where the show is is really really good at, at bringing history alive the samaritans only had the five mm. books of moses they didn't have any of the prophets works mm. so in their temple they have the five scrolls the five first books of moses and that's it to to teach from and so and so Jesus is given the uh, responsibility to choose from the scrolls wh- what he's going to read as the traveling teacher. And he invites John in uh, to, to come and help him and choose. And it's, it's, it's basically, uh, you know, a lovely teaching moment between two, you know, two good friends. And you see a fondness for John and Jesus uh, you know, a growing fondness, a growing tightness of, of a friendship where Jesus takes a moment to, you know, reprove his friend further in private from what has happened before and gives him a chance to redeem himself in choosing what to read in the temple. Mm. So, do you have a favorite passage from the first five? Um, do you? I don't know. I like them all. <laughs> you don't say. I suppose I, I love the beginning. Mm. I love how God simply spoke and and the world came into being. Yes. As David wrote, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. You know, the Greeks use word to describe divine reason, what gives the world form and meaning. I like that. (laughs) And it is a favorite memory. And it's a beautiful moment where Jesus gives John the opportunity to choose what to read, and they end up choosing the very beginning, the opening of Genesis, where in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Jesus is going to read that to the growing crowd who are pouring into the temple to hear his teaching. And so as this happens, and this... Now, what what happened... Were you expecting this bookend moment, Prof? Were you expecting the bookend from the beginning to the end of the show? No, but I, I, I was wondering how they were going to tie in this yeah. flash forward from the start. And as yeah. Jesus is reading and you just see this, you know, looking at, at John's face and it's oh. like, oh, that's that's the that's the answer. Because when he's at the start, he's like, how am I even going to start this thing? Oh. If you're familiar with the Gospel of John, it starts with, yes. in the beginning was the Word, and the Word yeah. was God. And, and you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Legend. Good writing again. Um, oh, great mate. writing. Great writing. A reading from the first scroll of Moses. 
In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning was the Word. And the earth was void and without form. And the Word was with God. And the darkness covered the face of the deep. And the Word was God. Then God said, Let there be light. There was light. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And so we have this wonderful moment where Jesus, as as a rabbi, as a Jewish teacher, standing in the temple, reading through the scroll, and the crowd growing around him, all the characters that we've met and others are, are, are pouring into the temple. And as Jesus is is reading through, playing against that line for line, is the older John that we met at the beginning of yeah. the episode, working out the beginning of the Gospel of John, Man. playing back and forth. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Dude, so much Whoa. happened in this episode, eh? It's like there are oh. so many notable bits. I mean, uh, you know, admittedly, it took me up until close to the the dinner with the uh with the Samaritan robber for me to actually really click into my, you know, normal gear. <laughs> uh, like admittedly, but yeah. bro, so many notable moments and that the the, the oh. book ending, the you know, um just exploring Samaria visually and then this this chunk here yes. alongside the the Samaritan dinner uh with the yeah. robber dude those two those two smashed me I was like this is yeah, um, what a, yeah, what a, what we're back name. We are back. <laughs> and shout out shout out yet again to our uh, to our beloved Aussie actor George Harrison Exanthus there who mm. is uh you know as young John and as old John playing against himself basically from two different two different scenes for want of a better word with no expression of anything coming out of his face except for the tears running down mm. his cheek like there's without words he is having a moment in that moment where he fully you can see he realizes who actually the Messiah, like, what does it mean to have the Messiah here? Who is he? What does it mean to have God here with you talking, mm. you know, talking like this? He's having that moment in that temple as the young yeah. follower. And uh, we get we get that played out with the older John uh, decades later writing the Gospel of John as he looks out to that stormy window, which happens to have thunder rolling through it as he writes to bring hey, it all this, together. Did, did you just do another, an unintentional segue? with your Matthew J. Fox song choice because the the old version of John and the new version and this like it's almost like time travel right is that why you picked Matthew J. Fox (laughs) (laughs) or am I reading into that segue here am I reaching I'm reaching but right Uh, we'll we'll go there we'll go there we'll go there (laughs) but man Uh, what a kickoff to season two Oh, Honestly, phenomenal, phenomenal. Well, listen, let's take let's take another break, break, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap it up. Maybe a little bit quicker than usual here. We'll wrap it up yeah. after this. But it is time for Prophet's pick, man. What have you got? Yep. What have you got loaded up for us? Okay, loaded. It's a bit of a flashback, and it's from someone who has been in my top ten MCs hip hop artists for a very long time. Uh, who we've had the honor of meeting multiple times, and I've, I've had the honor of working with the man Braille. 
And mm. what one of my favorite tracks from him is this track called Skepta Cold. Not skeptical, but Skepta Cold. And the reason I picked that for this episode is it's talking about, uh, look, I don't blame you for being skeptical about this type of person or that type of person because there are some people who actually do that and that gives everyone a bad name. Um, and I don't blame you for assuming this out of me. And it's this whole like kind of, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover. You can't tar everybody with the same brush just because, you know, one person like that did this. And I loved it for this episode because for the whole Samaritan Jew thing, for the whole disciples kind of understanding each other from different backgrounds and learning to, you know, get along for the common cause. And for us in our current climate, a lot of people are making a lot of sum- assumptions on people because it, things are quite polarized right now. Ooh. And you can't just assume because someone has a viewpoint on one issue that they're A, B, C, D and everything else um, and, and tar everybody with the into two pockets of society. So I want to play this track because even though he wrote it a long time ago, it fits this episode and it perfectly paints uh, where some of us find ourselves in some conversations that we're all tiptoeing around in our current society. So that's that's my reflection and my pick all wrapped into one neat, perfect thing. And because it's Braille, you know you're going to feel his words, Braille. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Feel his words. Come on. You've been sitting on that one for a while. I've been waiting to pop that out. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, legendary pick. Let's have a listen to it right now. We'll come back to wrap things up here on Tugba. Just my attitude and temperament Before attempting this I get tempted to switch my sentiments Assemble raps with emptiness To brag about my penmanship Strive for excellence But it's never been effortless Many late nights of restlessness Working on its rhetoric Success is hard to find How can I measure it When my treasure is Kept in the clouds Like the weather is I wish upon a star Not for stardom But it's hard to feed the starving When my car is two payments behind And cats get the tripping Thinking I'm slipping Like it's a symptom of being lukewarm When I promote a show I'm ripping Post the bullets in the pole I'm in the door before I hit the road so I can see some people on the floor when I'm standing on stage with a family to feed don't confuse my hard work for greed it's not fair and I don't blame you for being so skeptical Take it personal when critics aren't feeling you. I start to get critical back instead of being constructive, looking to retaliate and attack. I'm my own worst critic. Sometimes I don't get it. Sometimes I want to throw in a towel and say, Forget it. I played with it, but I had to stay with it. Got a message from a fan who was saying that I'm gifted. If he could see the gift in me, then who am I to take something I was blessed with and just let it die? I don't want to wake up saying the thrill is gone. It's still a strong foundation to build upon. So much going on. It's no wonder we're scared. When we read about doctors doing things unethical And one bad apple spoils the whole bunch It's making it hard to gain trust And I don't blame you For being so skeptical 
tucked in My headphones are on and my mic is plugged in I'm in the zone, making the song knock Same time, another gon' hustle the block Fire shots, the environment is violent Leviathan is like a silent assassin When the iron spits and I admit scouts on her Look in my eyes, I'll be a modern day martyr Take the gun away from Marvin Gaye's father Unload the weapon, hold it underwater So it jams when he shoots it Let me go back But it's too late to change I wanna travel through time And clean up the stains Racism, hate victims, babysitters Shake children and the power gets abused By the politicians, policemen Shaking in their shoes, who could really blame them Look at what they gotta go through But it's not an excuse for a cop to be crooked They only make it harder for the good ones That's how it happens We put up our guard, hearts get hard We need a new star Prophet's Peak, Braille with Skeptical there. Skeptical. Legendary rapper with a legendary rapping song. Come on. Uh, it's DJ and Prophet here with you on the unofficial chosen broadcast, and we are concluding, wrapping up uh, this episode as we begin season two here with episode one, Thunder. Now, as as we wrap things up, we like to do a few different things. We like to give it a score. We like to uh, get a bit of uh, Prophet's prediction about what's happening next. Uh, Prophet's prediction is only going to happen for this season because as we move into season three, it's going to be. Predict. We will both be predicting, yeah. Yeah, we'll both be predicting, man. It'll be it'll be both of us predicting it, and um, you know, working out, trying to work out where where the show's going. So we could I'm rename it for that. Pr- prediction contradiction, where where we both predict <laughs> things that completely contradict each other, and 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 see what happens. I was thinking more a triple P, the triple P, profit pain prediction, you know, oh, something like that. Very nice. Which is better than profit's painful predictions, which we've had to endure for the first two seasons. Uh dear. Hey, uh, so so just just to give people a bit of a bit of uh, context, last episode you would have listened to, we revised our scores and we pretty much finished I Am He, the last episode of season one, with a big 90% uh, Mm. rating okay now uh prof what are you thinking for this first episode of season two where where do you think you're heading i've i've got a a couple of thoughts around it so the last two episodes of last season ended on a very high score and that was based off for me you know the content it was based off those conversations and it was was based off the you know the real kind of heavy hitting moments um yeah for this one i'm i'm giving it a fairly high score to kick off the season for a few reasons one mm-hmm. the the writing has just leveled up the bookend stuff the every yeah just that um the you know this the cinematography that leveled up and that kind of killed me but apart from the fact that it was such a huge you know a huge episode with so much going on they still managed to drop that big heart thing and that that scene, re, you know, oh. revisiting the parable from a different vantage oh. point was was a stroke of genius. And yeah. to me, I'm, you know, even though it's not for the same reasons, uh, I am, I'm going to keep it at 90. Dude, I'm, I'm crossing over oh, on the same score. 
I think I'm right there with you. We're gonna we're gonna start in lockstep for this uh, for this new season. I'm at ninety percent with you as well because I, nice. I, I really can't I, I really can't think of you know how uh, I, and again the only reason why I'm not going higher is because I want to I, I want to keep I, I want to give our, ourselves somewhere to go. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I want to. I I, I want to. Part of me feels like because if I just go by alone in this yeah. episode, if yeah. I just go by the by the you know the digging alone, mate, they had me in tears at the start mm. with with the, you know everyone you know the old characters uh, you know John and Mary and everybody like that. They had me at tears at multiple times throughout the you know throughout the episode, and then for the ending here. Uh, you know, as it brings it all together with young John and old John. Oh, good Come Lord, on. man. I was just like, are you serious? Reading out first John over the top of Genesis, Jesus reading out Genesis 1, so good. Beautiful. So eh? good. It was beautiful. So, oh. uh, so uh, apologies, apologies to, uh, you know, Dallas and the team because they might be hearing this and thinking we're going to go really big, uh, you know, with the beginning of the season. And part of me wants to go a bit higher, but I'm 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 holding myself back. I'm trying to be self controlled and pull uh, and pull myself yeah. back a bit. Well, well there's got to be a floor and a roof on this on this yeah. scoring system. <laughs> and, and if if we go start higher than a ninety, then, then we're not leaving a lot of breathing room for for what's to come, which I think is levels. Well, well, that's that's what we're hoping for. I I, I feel I, I should mention this is something that we'll we'll continue to mention that we sort of brought up in the last episode. The IMDb rating uh, mm. for for this episode it's had it's had six hundred and eighteen reviews, which is a big drop. Yes, yeah. all of see all of season one has was had over a thousand reviews for each episode of season one. IMDb it's had six hundred eighteen uh, rate uh, you know reviews and ratings. It's ninety four percent nine point four out of ten. Okay. So. Quite, you know, less ratings, but quite generous uh, there oh, for nice. season for the beginning of season two. Um, okay, now as we wrap things up on this episode, we love to bring up any any uh, immediate spin-off ideas, product marketing ideas, or anything else like that that happened through this episode. Now, I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but I think with the wardrobe and the costuming going like really leveling up with all the you know the production the filming everything the set design really going up i noticed that the uh the costume design the wardrobe wardrobe design really leveled up and i just want to give a shout out to the samaritan shepherd I don't know if you remember the scene when Jesus is teaching early on and he's teaching all the Samaritans. He said, is there any shepherds here? And a guy with a nice big shepherd's pole says, I'm a shepherd, long hair, beard. Uh, he's got a, he's got a beautiful, um, you know, Sherpa sort of, you know, you know, covering over there, but he's got this red uh, beanie, this big red beanie thing on. I want that look. I, I don't know about you, man. I want that look. Well, I tell you what, there is probably a couple of suburbs in Melbourne near you where <laughs> there are people that probably knit their own beanie. I, I've been to a couple of those suburbs. You probably get a thing. It'll come with the 
glass of kombucha as well. I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know? Do you, you see in the magazine? You know, you have seen in the magazine or on social media. Media, it'll say, uh, you know, get the look. You know, it'll show a photograph of a celebrity walking down the street with a coffee or someone at a award show, and it'll say, get the look, and it'll have like little lines going out from each item of clothing and where you can buy the shoes, the pants, and everything like that. <laughs> Something. I need that for the shepherd, the Samaritan shepherd. Get the look. I need to know where to get the pole, where to get the shirt, where to get the uh, you know the nice little knitted uh, you know uh, top there, and the and the beautiful bed, big re- beanies sort of scarfy thing on his head. I need that look. I want that look. I, re- right. I, I could sport that look, I reckon. Dude, I could picture you pulling it off, and you could double it too, and make it a bit pointier. And then at Christmas time, you'd uh, you'd be able to use it as the, as the DJ P Santa hat. Um, look, I've I've got I've got a marketing one. It's it's a bit of a novelty one. You know, we, yes. we've had some some deep ones. You know, we we've come in with the uh, you know the backpack, the the scroll doll. I'm yes. going for a novelty one. Uh, in lieu of you know the the sons of thunder, sorry, in light of the sons of thunder and um, your yes. pun earlier about the bum of thunder, <laughs> bro, whoopee cushion, a sons of thunder whoopee cushion. I mean, it's a novelty item, but you got to have it's- some of them like. Impulse yeah. buy, you know, a couple exactly. of dollar things. Yes. Why not? Yeah, something, a stocking, <laughs> a stocking filler, something cheap, something yeah. cheap. Why you not? Know, yeah. Get amongst it. And, and could you do it? Could, do we have the technology where you blow up the whoopee cushion, the the, the, the son of thunder whoopee cushion, and <laughs> and when you and when you sit on it, it gives you uh, it gives you um, more of a I don't know either a thunderous sound a, a, or a like thunder, you have <laughs> a thunder more than a yeah, path. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's like the, the comic book word for that sound. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, look, I, I went with a novelty one. Uh, apologies like to to, the, like to our listeners who who you know are keen on on a really good idea. But but yeah. I used all of my um all of my brain <laughs> capability earlier in the episode, so that's all you get from right. me today. <laughs> Uh, that's all right. That's all right. I mean, we've been all over the places. We've come back into season two here. Uh, I'm I'm excited, uh, you know, to get into this uh, to get into uh, the, this season again. I uh, just so everybody knows, I have seen this season multiple times, and um, but it's been a it's been a minute since I've watched it all the way through. So I'm looking forward over the next few weeks uh, getting in, into getting uh, back into it with your prof, and hopefully, I'm really hoping and praying uh, that that more people will take up the challenge because I still meet multiple people every day for whatever reason who haven't watched The Chosen. Mm. And I, I don't want to sound like some sort of like, uh, you know, born again chosen person here that you've got to watch The Chosen, <laughs> you know, to, to you know to, to uh, have a relationship with God. But I really do think they're missing out. You know, mm. um, you know, I'm not saying that it's perfect or anything like that, but I, I do I do think it's a really great cultural moment that we're sharing together around this show. So hopefully, uh, Hopefully, as as we watch it, watch it together with us, and uh, you know, come on board and uh, in, enjoy enjoy the uh, enjoy the ride with us. Awesome. All right, buddy. Well, listen, uh, all the links to everything you want to ever going to need to get in contact with us and be involved with us and, uh, you know, jump into chats with us and all that type of good stuff is all in the show notes. It's all on the website. If you need any information, head over to the telly.live. But we'll be back next week. Prof, I'm going to let you take us out as always. 
Oh, yes. Thank you so much. We are back here in Season 2. Will we get past the 90 mark? Who knows? But there is breathing room. There is beards. There is beanies. And there is laughs to be had. And some deep reflections here on the Tuck Bar broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Thank you for downloading and listening to the unofficial Chosen Broadcast. New episodes of this show are broadcast first on Fridays over on the tally.live. The podcast version then comes out the following Monday. You can subscribe for free in all good podcasting apps. The growing conversation about The Chosen is brought to you by the tally.live. The tally is a new kind of online streaming Christian radio station. Listen and join the Tally family over at www.thetally.live. Until next time, remember, you are chosen. This was another DJP.FM production.